All right. I hope you guys had a happy hello. Halloween. I wish. Why did I say Halloween? I'm, you know, I'm just going to leave that in there. I hope you guys had a happy Christmas or Merry Christmas or whatever it is you celebrate. You know, it doesn't matter to me. The holiday is a holiday. And, you know, whatever it is, tradition or religious thing that you do, it's, you know, it's, it's cool, man. You know, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and all the other stuff. There's, there's more things than I know about. So I think it's wonderful. You know, it doesn't matter what it is you celebrate. As long as you celebrate what it is that makes you happy or what you believe in, that's all that matters. All right. On a later note, we are now currently ranked 496 in America for the news. Yeah. 496 of all podcasts. So whoever 495 is, it only goes up to 200 in the chart. So that's all I can see. You know, whoever 495, you know, 495 is like, yeah, we're coming for you. And in India, I don't know what's going on in India, but in India, we're ranked 200. We moved, we were 233 last week. We're moving up in India to two to 200. We're ranked 200. So we're shooting for the, the top 100 spots in India. I think it's really cool. I still wish uh, I could get some Indian drivers to send me some photos of their trucks. Uh, you know, at Kingfish, uh, Kingfish Cafe. That's K-I-N-G-C-A-F-E at gmail.com. I would love to see photos of your trucks. And I'm not sure what your license plate truck identification numbers are over there. I don't know how that works. But, you know, just, you know, cut that part out of the photo because everybody will see the photo. I don't know if that's an issue or not. Just keep that in mind. We are now currently ranked 200 in India. We're moving on up. Top 100, here we come. All right, and I got some Indian news later on, so it's uh, it's pretty cool stuff. It's uh, Sikhs. You know, ironically, the Sikh temple in Oak Creek is just down the street from me, and uh, those, you know, I was thinking about going down there and talking to some some of the, see if they know any of the drivers, see if there are any members of the temple. I got to call them first because they had that big tragedy down there, which really rocked our community when that guy went in there and shot the place up. I mean, these are some of the nicest people in the world, and it was just shocking, you know, what they did down there. It was just tragic, and, you know, I don't know. That was, I don't remember what year that was, but it was quite a while ago, but I don't think they recovered from it. You know, how can you? You know, how can you record, you know, try, you know, somebody comes in and shoots your business up, your place of worship. How do you recover from something like that? You know, and it's just so stupid, just so stupid. Why can't we just care about each other and, you know, deal with our own stuff and not worry about the trash and everybody else? Anyway, that's all I got for the uh, intro. We got a, the podcorn ad in the middle here. We're going to be doing that, and that's going to be exciting. So I'm looking forward to that. And also, well, that's about it. Next week we'll do the end of year, you know, deal and some good stuff. All right, I'm going to go ahead and this on a on a on a high night. I'm going to get into the news. That'll be for the 29th of December, uh, you know, 2020. Thank God, this will be the last news for 2020. We'll have one more episode for for 2020, but uh, hopefully 2021 will be so much better. I'm so tired of this nonsense and all this hate. So anyway, here we go. Welcome, uh, Jeremy. Oh, oh, before you go, Jeremiah Craig, the the man who does the intro on the show. He was on TNC uh, Internet Radio. Did an interview for them. It was fantastic. It was a great. Uh, it was a great listen. So, all right. Anyway, here we go. Here we go with the news. 
keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here's a story that keeps popping up in the news once in a while. Here, let me move the mic so I can get into this. All right, here we go. Yeah, I'm in my home recording studio, so it's a little rough back here sometimes. All right, here we go. Uh, Celadon Group Incorporated has completed the multi-million dollar sale of the company facilities located in Indiana. By the way, I'm stealing this from CDL Life. Those guys do a great job. So if you want to go listen to something, you know, you want to go sign up for one of their newsletters and things like that, they do a pretty good job. And uh, this one was done by Ashley. I've read a lot of these, and she seems to be really good over there. So check them out, CDL Life. Sign up for their newsletter. Anyway, on December 17th, the sale of the seven, uh, the Celadon property located on the east side of Indianapolis, Indiana, sold for $3 million to the Indianapolis Public Transportation Corporation, also known as Indigo. So what it is, they're going to use it for corporate offices. They're going to use it you know, for the city buses and things like that. They're going to park a bunch of buses there and things and you know all that kind of stuff. So, you know, they, they filed for for foreclosure it's it's something i never thought would ever happen sell it and i thought was here to stay and was rather shocked actually that they went under my uncle worked for them for a long time in fact he's got his name on one of the bricks in that building maybe if i can go down there or maybe i can contact him maybe i can figure out how to get that brick out of the wall i'll have to ask him what that's all about how it was mounted in the wall anybody know give me a call 414-666-1926 and give me some information I'd love to have his brick with his name on it. That would be really cool. It's a million-mile driver. I know he'd get a real big kick out of that. You know, so anyway, at the time of their closing, they had 3,300 tractors and 10,000 trailers at the time of their bankruptcy. It was, uh, you know, when they closed, they had stuff scattered all over, this, all over the country, U.S. It was just everywhere. It was a nightmare. Towing companies were, like, grabbing onto it as quick as they could so they could file storage, you know, fees and... There was a lot of shenanigans going on, and oh, what a nightmare. Anyway, that's one one part of the chapter done. So, you know, sell it on. Now they park buses there. No more big trucks. Maybe a few. Who knows? Maybe the, the city will put some tow stuff in there, too. It's hard to say. All right, let's get moving on. Well, this one was kind of bizarre. I'm looking at the photo. Uh, this is another story by Ashley, CDL Life. Anyway, what happened was his truck overturned his trailer. The trailer was facing traffic. It was on its side. And a couple of trailers ran into the top of the roof of the truck. Because the trailer's laying on its side. So they ran right into the trailer. The trailer was hauling lettuce, which I guess maybe cushioned their blow. I'm looking at the photos, and there's lettuce everywhere. And, you know, these, these cars, they just ran right into the top. Because here's what it is. These roofs are not... Some of these roofs are not all that great. You know, you, you know they're fiberglass or they're very thin metal. They're not very much to them. 
Yeah, it's kind of shocking, actually. And this one doesn't look much, you know, very sturdy. So when the thing hit the side, it's a refrigerated, you know, it's a reefer trailer. It landed on its side, on the passenger side, laying across the highway. And these two trailers, your cars just ran, three cars, sorry, ran right into the top of the roof. You know, like it's a wall. And the one that's closest to the front of the of the trailer, <laughs> he got most of the way of the trailer. So, you know, he must have got inside the trailer, looked around, and all he saw was, like, lettuce everywhere. Ugh, what a nightmare. So this was on I-5 over by Castaic, California. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, it doesn't say which way it was, but anyway, I just thought it was a funny story. So, you know, <laughs> lettuce, you know, why, why can't you, why is the road shut down? Uh, there's a car inside a trailer full of lettuce. He ran into the trailer. Now, yeah, good luck with that one. All right. <laughs> you know, it's not funny, but it is funny because it doesn't say if anybody got hurt. I, I kind of doubt if they did because the lettuce probably cushioned everything. All right, let's get moving on. There's another one. You know, the accidents that drivers get themselves into. This is a, a stray truck, moving truck, all my sons moving down in, what's the name of it? Uh, Quincy, Massachusetts. I should say, for me, that's up, up in Quincy, Massachusetts, and some of Wisconsin. I think that would be up. Anyway, the, the box truck was found dangling off the expressway near exit 8 with the driver nowhere to be seen. Police say that the driver abandoned the rig following the wreck. So basically, he, he hit like an overpass shoulder, and the snow acted like a ramp, and he went right over the top. And the truck is like teetering over the edge, and when the cops got there, there was no driver there. So the guy just kind of took off. <laughs> I guess they're still looking for him. No injuries were found because they didn't find the guy. They don't know where he's at. You know, hey, if you're going to teeter the truck off the side of an overpass, you may want to wait until the cows get there. Just saying. All right. It's the things drivers do, you know, to 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 try to one-up each, one each other is just amazing. All right, let's get moving on. Well, here's, a, here's something. A load of tomatoes. That's what the manifest said anyway. Officers with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection say they made a massive drug bust at the Texas cargo facility. The drug bust occurred on December 19th at the Far Reynosa Reynosa International Bridge. I probably didn't say that right. The facility near Far, Texas. Officers are referred a truck driver hauling a commercial load of tomatoes for a secondary inspection. That's where they nail you. Through the use of non-intrusive imaging technology, what does that even mean? Officers were able to discover 657 packages weighing 1,853 pounds of alleged methamphetamine concealed within the trailer's floor. The estimated street value of the seized drugs is $37 million. Wow, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of flooring. Uh, this interception of methamphetamines is certainly on the list of the more significant drug finds. Yeah. The CB, uh, CBP called the drug bust colossal and said that the drug seizure struck out below in the narcotics struggling organizations. Well, I'm looking at the photos. That's a lot of meth. That is a lot of meth. Oh, boy, that'll keep you running through the week, huh? $37 million. Wow. Well, you know, one, one gets caught, 20 go through, I guess, or whatever it is. Something, something to think about. Just... You know what, though? But the driver, he's hes not going to be thinking about anything except what he's going to be doing in jail. All right, let's get moving on. You know, this is really bizarre. I don't really understand why anybody would do this. but So, over in 
Arizona, you know, St. Michael's, Arizona, this driver on the 22nd of December, you know, he's just cruising along and he sees some obstructions in the road. First, he sees a wheelchair laying in the road in the right lane. So he gets over for it. He's like, oh, it's a little weird. Then about a little while later, he sees a case of beer. It's in the video. You can look this up. Just Google uh, brick hitting window and then narrow it down within the last week, 22nd. Anyway. So he sees a case of beer in the right lane. He's like, okay, well, this is a little weird. So he starts to call the cops, say, hey, you know, there's something going on out here. I don't know what it is. You know, there's a case of beer in a wheelchair lane in the middle of the road. He's got his dash cam going. And then it, uh, if you watch the video, if you find it, just like, you know, like I said, brick hitting window, Arizona, uh, his dash cam going at the 128 mark. Uh, the guy, there's some guy standing on the side of the road and he whacks the truck with a, with a brick, you know, which, which causes, you know, the, this really screws this guy up, shatters his window. Does looks like a little damage, not too much, just the glass, which isn't really that big a deal. It's annoying. You can't drive safe. So he's, he had to turn down a load cause he had to get the damn window fixed cause it put him behind, uh, you know. He couldn't drive legally. He's not going to make it home for Christmas because he had to get the stupid the, the glass fixed. And, uh, you know, he's happy to be alive and all that, but still, what an inconvenience for no, absolutely no reason. None of it made any sense. Why would people, why do people do that? Why do people throw things off overpasses? I don't get it. And for those of you who don't drive and are new to this and are thinking about driving, stuff like this happens, but it doesn't happen very often. I've only seen it happen twice. One time somebody threw some paint off an overpass on me. Now, keep in mind, I've been driving 25 years. So and as much as I drive, once in 25 years is pretty rare then. But it does happen. So it's something to be prepared for. And if something like that does happen, you're best off not stopping and not confronting these people. Just, you know, go a little ways down a road, call the cops, tell them. Because you don't know what the agenda of these people are. Maybe they're trying to get you to stop. You know, and then they're going to do you no good. That's happened before, too. So just you got to think about stuff like this, unfortunately. But like I said, it doesn't happen often. All right, let's get moving on. Well, I imagine this scared the hell out of people in New York. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, truck delivering propane tanks flipped over. He got cut off. Hit some ice. The truck flipped over. One of the propane tanks erupted. Started spilling gas. It ignited. Some of the other propane tanks exploded. It looked like, well, it looked like hell is what it looked like. Yeah, you wouldn't think it was just from a truck accident. Now this was on the Long Island Expressway in Queens, New York. Okay, so this is you know the, their local residents were like you know they were ready to like make a run for it because you know they've had a lot of issues, nine eleven things like that. So, wow, that's insane. You know, don't be cutting off propane drugs. You know, please, please. Now, luckily, the driver just got off with some scrapes and bruises, but still, that's just intense. Please don't cut off, you know, propane trucks. That just ain't right. All right, let's get moving on. This is unbelievably sad. I hate things like this. The Missouri State Highway Patrol say that a female truck driver lost her life on Tuesday after she was struck by a car while standing outside her vehicle. The crash occurred at 12 p.m. on December 22nd in the St. Louis suburb of Hazelwood, Missouri. Troopers say that the truck driver was traveling on westbound 270 when, she, when her truck stalled in the active, two, you know, active lane of traffic. 
as she was, uh, so she was in the lane of traffic. As she was setting out traffic triangles to warn other drivers about her broken down vehicle, she was struck by a car while standing near the rear of her truck. The woman died on the scene. The car driver stayed. So basically what happens is she was in the right lane stalled. She was putting out her cones, doing what she was supposed to, and somebody rear-ended her. Wow. You know, I don't know. Just how hard would it have been to get over? You know, we've talked about this before. You see people on the shoulder. You see tow trucks, ambulances, whatever. People, trucks broke down on the shoulder. Get over. It's not hard to get over. Just get over. Please just get over. So things like this don't happen. Now this poor woman's not going to be going home to her family. For the, you know, if she wasn't home for her family for Christmas because it happened on the 22nd. You know, just sadness. Just great sadness. This is why I preach get over for vehicles on the shoulder. Please just do it. It's not that big a deal. Just do it. But if you don't, it could turn into a really big deal. All right? Something to think about. Yeah, it's been a rough year. 2020. All right, here's something pretty cool. I like this. I like this a lot. Wisconsin Trucking Company donated 52 bikes to kids in need earlier this uh, st stupid uh, Twitter things. Anyway, I'm going to pop up. I don't know if you can hear the beeping. Anyway, Wisconsin, let me start over again. A Wisconsin Trucking Company donated 52 bicycles to children in need earlier this month as a way to spread holiday cheer. Contract Transport Services held a raffle for its drivers, mechanics, and office staff as a way to raise money for the new bikes. The winner received a 30-gallon cooler filled to the brim with quality meat, reported the Green Bay News. Using the donations from the raffle, the company was able to purchase and distribute the bikes to representatives from two local foster care organizations, Foundation Health and Wholeness and Palace of Brown County. Brown County is where Green Bay is. So that's pretty cool. They, uh, you know, they sold raffle tickets to all the drivers and office workers and everybody that worked there, and they would use the money and to to buy the raffle prize. And then what they had left over was able to buy fifty two bikes that they donated to the kids for Christmas. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it, and uh, it's fantastic. You know, it's just amazing. Um, it's too bad we don't do more of that kind of stuff. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be cool if we did more of that kind of stuff? You know, it's a uh, I don't know. So anyway, that's Contract Transport Services in Green Bay. So if you see one of their drivers, you know, give them a thumbs up, all right? All right let's get moving on. It's a great service. You know, if you're a podcaster, you're looking for advertisers, you set the rates, you set the conditions, you set what you're willing to live with, and you say what you're not willing to deal with. And if you don't, there's something they want of you that you don't want to do, then you don't take the job. Problem solved. So anyway, let's go with, uh, I'm going to go ahead and put their ad in here. And uh, hold on, here we go. Today's episode was brought to you by Podcorn, the easiest way to connect with advertisers in the podcasting universe. And also, there's no middlemen, so you pick the ads, you decide what you're going to do, you pick the rates, you pick the, what you're going to pay. And they're very easy to do, you know, very easy to deal with. You'll find a link to the show notes, or I should say you'll find a link in the show notes. And you can do a mid-roll, pre-roll, interviews, um, you know, giveaways, all kinds of stuff. just depends on what the advertiser is looking for. And if it's something you're into, then go for it. If it's something you're not, then skip over it. 
but there's plenty of advertisers, usually 60 to 70 at a time. You know, it's, uh, and like I said, you pick the rates. It's all up to you. Everything, it's, you have total control over the whole thing. The entire process is entirely up to you. So anyway, go over to the show notes. All right, that was our popcorn ad. If you want it. All right. Connect with them and uh, uh, see what happens. The hosting. We're pretty yeah, cool about We like All the right. service they, they have provide, so we're going to go out. There's some things that they have ads, the advertisers on there, that I'm not going to do. Like, they had a whole bunch of CBD oil stuff, and, you know, drivers are coming up positive on CBD oil products and, you know, with the THC, so I won't be doing those ads from popcorn. There's no point. I mean, it's it's just... Because I don't know what the levels are in that stuff, or I can't no way of testing it. How do I accurately, you know, review something like that? I have no idea. I'm not going to go to a chemistry lab, you know, and deal with it. So I don't do those ads. I get to pick and choose which ads I want, and I'm really happy about that. So anyway, that's enough of them. Let's, uh, you know, even though I like the service, let's get back to the news, because i got to go to work tonight. Well, this is kind of interesting. <laughs> it looks like the Girl Scouts of America have a new badge. It's the supply chain patch program and uh, you know it could be different batches for different things you know badges and uh you know they get one for supply chain it has to do with trucking and transportation so good luck girls and it looks like Ryder's going to be a major sponsor of the badge and uh we think that's pretty cool so you know i think it's uh, good that people understand how things move and how things work and stuff like that so we congratulate Ryder for you know sponsoring them and also, we uh, congratulate all the girls that understand how things get to their stores. We think that's important, too. All right, let's get moving on. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, this is just insane. I'm actually surprised this doesn't happen more often. Wow, this is just insane. All right, this happened in North Carolina, Catawaba County, North Carolina, on I-40. And it looks like, what was it, eastbound? Anyway, according to the Statesville record and landmark, a line of tractor trailers was stopped outside of a full way station on the eastbound side, yeah, the eastbound side of Interstate 40, when a semi-truck driven by Christopher Corneliuson slammed into the back of a flatbed semi-truck, stopped in the line of traffic. It looks like it's a food, was a food line truck, I should say. The force of the impact then pushed the flatbed into the, th- the third semi, which caused, which crashed into a fourth rig, the chain reaction crash left Cornelius trapped inside of his truck, his wrecked rig, and crews worked to extradite him before loading him onto a helicopter airlifted to a nearby hospital. None of the driver, uh, truck drivers sustained more than minor injuries in the incident. So it's, wow. You know, sometimes they stack these things on a road. I'm not sure exactly what the, you know, how this went, but I can see the picture of the food line truck. And there ain't much left to that cab, and he's just rammed right into that flatbed. So if you get into an area, you know, there's a scale there, just pay more attention. You know, don't be running into things that are stopped. Because if you're moving and they're stopped, it's your fault. All right? Just don't do it. All right, let's get moving on. Well, it looks like Bresler's truck stop. That's in uh, Milton, you know, Milton in uh, Pennsylvania on I-80. Uh, burned down around 11 p.m. on the 22nd of December. You know, it's like 2020 is just really just trying to work its way into getting as much shit fucked up as, you know, before the end of the year. They're just really pushing it, you know, just trying to get things messed up. So anyway, this truck stop, it's an old family-owned place, and, you know, it's been burned to the ground, basically. So, I don't know. I I haven't been there in years, so I don't know what it's like today. So anyway, if you were planning on going there this week, guess what? You're going to have to go somewhere else. 
Uh, just this year. All right. All right. Here's something that isn't funny. A comedy club in Nashville was left with a gaping hole Tuesday afternoon after a driver of the dump truck rolled down the street and through a brick wall. The incident occurred on the 20, eh, 22nd again. The 22nd at Zany's Comedy Club in Nashville, Tennessee. So, yes, this thing rolled, you know, this uh, thing, rolled, this truck rolled down the hill right into the comedy club. Bam. Put a huge hole in the side of the building. Ah, set your brakes, drivers. That's all you got to do is take a few seconds. You know, there's been times I've gotten out of the truck and then just hop back up because it was like, you know, did I set the brakes this time or am I remembering setting them the last 5,000 times? So just, you know, double check, set your brakes. Ugh, don't be the guy who does this, okay? Just don't be that guy. All right, drivers, you think you got a problem here in the U.S.? Just be thankful you're not over there in the U.K., there's two things going on over there in the UK that are really bad right now. They got that new strain of the coronavirus, which is scaring the hell out of people and closing borders, and also Brexit. Last week we reported here that Brexit was going to slow everything down and you know the bigger carriers were going to stay away from the border. This week the borders had a complete shutdown and they're blaming on the coronavirus. I think it's probably a combination of the two things. You know, they're getting shut down because of the coronavirus, yeah, I'm sure, but... It was going to happen anyway with Brexit, so they're going to have to straighten that mess out. It's going to be a while, I think. So they head up to, it doesn't look like it's, the article read 8,000 drivers stranded at the UK borders trying to get out. Many won't make it home for Christmas, or didn't make it home for Christmas, I should say. Now, one thing cool about all this, even though all these drivers were stuck out there, the Sikhs, the Indians, that's what I was talking about earlier in the beginning of the show, they went out and they brought a bunch of food out to all the places the drivers were stranded, stranded and they started feeding drivers, and I thought that was pretty cool. So, we're ranked 200 in India. So, maybe I'm going to have to look these guys up and see what they're all about. But uh, the Sikhs, they, uh, and I think I'm saying it right, but I ain't really sure. They, uh, you know, they showed up for all these stranded drivers and they started feeding them, and I just think that's phenomenal. It's good stuff. So we'll keep posted if everything happens over there and see what's going on, but I don't know. I just hope not. It's just 2020. Just get through it. Stay out of trouble. All right, next week we'll be back with the news, and before that we're going to probably do a end of year, what the hell just happened to us, you know, goodbye 2020 episode. We may not do it. It just depends. I don't know. If I just really want to get into the year, so... But there are a lot of good things to be thankful for. There's a lot of people out there that it's not just drivers keeping this country going or all these countries. It's all the workers doing all the stuff they do. So that being said, uh, you hear the outro music. I'm out of here. And stay safe, drivers. Stay safe. All right. Just get through 2020. All right. 2021's almost here. Let's see if we can do better next year. I bet we can. We've already hit rock bottom. Or at least... I think we have. Maybe we haven't. Who knows? But we can work on it. All right. Have a great day. And uh, I hope you guys made it home for Christmas. I know many of you didn't. So if you didn't, then I hope you have a great Christmas when you do get home. All right. Talk to you later, drivers. Stay out of trouble. <laughs>